is Nico Medved, the men's basketball coach of the Colorado State Rams. And you're listening to The Hall Show on 1310 KFKA. Yeah, Kevin Lionel coming up here in just a second. Big hub on the text line. So they won't go off uh, by the top 25 rankings, or they would? Yes, they would. They would go off the top 25 in these this new college football playoffs. From the committee. From the committee, right. Not the not the AP poll and coaches poll and the North Pole. Kevin Lytle joining us now. I don't think he's in the North Pole. Our Colorado State Rams insider from the from the Coloradoan. Rams lose a tough one last night at the pit. Kevin, you were there. Uh, I had a, a couple of people that I knew, actually. It was a friend of mine said his son was there and said that that was one of the loudest it's been uh, perhaps all year, maybe in a long time. It was a crazy environment. Yeah, it really was. Uh, to me, the pit is number one in the Mountain West. Uh, you know, it's it's a pretty good debate because there's some really good atmospheres in the league. But I think the pit's the best. And yeah, it was really good, especially at the end. Just a frantic, chaotic, manic finish to that game. And um, you know, in a lot of ways, honestly, it was kind of an odd, choppy game for most of it. But you know, we're not going to remember that. We're all going to remember the final minute which was just incredible. Oh, it really was. I mean, you had a it was tied up 30-30 at the half. Um, I really, you know, got a lot of respect for how CSU kept fighting back. New Mexico jumps out the gates 13-0 run. And then ultimately you get to the end of this thing and CSU's right there. We had what, 6-7 lead changes in the final minute or so, and I thought CSU might be able to hold on to this thing, but um, they they get the lead, Kevin. They get the one-point lead. And then Donovan Dent just goes down pretty much coast to coast, gets a layup. It looked like, from my, from my vantage point on my couch, Kevin, that Jalen Lake kind of stumbled there on that final defensive possession for CSU. Yep, absolutely. That's spot on what happened. Uh, Dent has done this now three times where it's, you know, they honestly look very similar of a cutting, zagging drive. You know, obviously that's what he's really, really good at. And, yeah, he had Lake backpedaling, of course, and, and Lake, yeah, just kind of stumbled a little bit, wobbled off balance. Obviously, that small a window, Donovan didn't, you know, is going to just exploit that. Um, and see if you had the, the defense was set to, you know, kind of wall him off, like coaches say, of, you know, Lake was the primary defender, but then you were going to build a wall there about the three-point line with Joel Scott coming over. And they were there, but not there, if that makes sense. Like, in position, but there was an opening. Uh, Scott, I think, was a little worried to leave too far from his man. And that and, and that combined with the Lake stumble, you know, created that opening. He just got through. So, um, you know, it's one of those, you know, both teams have a say. See if you had defense, I think, made sense, um, but didn't perfectly execute it. And, you know, Donovan Dent has a say, too, and, and he sure made a play like he does. So he's a phenomenal finish, and you knew it would come down to just who made one stop in the final minute. And, uh, you know, after that, CSU had an out-bounds play, but pretty small window of timing, and New Mexico was able to make it a, a tough shot, and, um, you know, CSU loses. It's just a, a crazy finish of, yeah, like you say, one that for a, a bit there at the end, I thought CSU was going to steal. I, I did too, and, and again, I didn't walk away from that one. You know, Kevin, you know me; I get a little gloomy and doomy sometimes. But that was one. Didn't expect the Rams to win necessarily. Didn't think they absolutely needed to. So I was just impressed with the effort. And and do you think that if Lake doesn't stumble there, uh, I mean, again, I've seen 
I've seen Dent finish amongst the trees in so many different games. So he's pretty, he might he might be able to get that up there. But you know, Lake stumbling just made it a pretty much a wide open layup. Yeah, definitely. And, and yeah, the what if game. It's hard to say because there are a lot of different things that could happen. One, Lake or uh, excuse me, Dent still could have cut through because, like you say, uh, he's you know become one of the best players in the Mountain West by doing that. So. Just if you're there doesn't mean he, you know it's a guaranteed stop. And then two foul is possible. You know it could have been a lot like I think the possession before when Isaiah Stevens tried to to drive through and he kind of got tripped up and got to the line. So yeah, it, it's easy to say, oh man, you know if they kind of keep their footing there, they shut him down. But you know that that's far from a guarantee as well. So uh, who knows what could happen? But Donovan didn't like I say he creates some of those problems. Well, and, and going to the last offensive possession, too, for CSU. I mean, I'm seeing it. Everyone's like, why does Stevens not have the ball? I'm hearing it on the broadcast. Well, that's the thing, Kevin. You, me, everybody in there, Uncle Larry at the game, everybody's saying the ball should be going to Isaiah Stevens. So that's easier said than done, especially when everybody in the arena knows who the ball should theoretically go to. So the Rams, you know, that that, that wasn't where they went. Neat Clifford ended up getting it. Close shot, rough night of shooting for him, but you know what? You had an opportunity. Yeah, exactly. I mean, I asked Nico Medved about that, of course, and he said, yeah, I mean, obviously having a ball in Zay's hands is you know, one of the options, but you know, he said exactly that. You know, New Mexico, you know, they've seen the tape, too. They're, they're kind of aware of that, and Jalen House is one of the you know, premier defenders in the nation. He was going to deny um, and so with that little time, you know, I think if maybe it were, say, three and a half seconds, you would have seen CSU maybe try and inbound, run Stevens off several screens and get him the ball. But, you know, with 2.8 or 7, whatever it was, you just didn't have much time. You had time for basically one action. And so if Stevens isn't immediately open for the inbounds, which, again, of course, New Mexico is going to shade their whole defense to prevent that, then, you know, you, you have to – have the other option basically it was throw it into joel scott the first look was to pass off for a three because they the mindset was kind of win it here which i think makes sense you don't really want another five minutes at the pit that that swings toward new mexico um but if scott didn't like the pass he could have you know done a quick turn and try and go one one got it to clifford and you know i wrote this day it's easy for you know me to say in hindsight um you know as a a five eight guy who a, a garbage can could block a shot up. <laughs> Clifford probably should have gone straight up. Uh, Nelly Joseph was on him and had a slight stumble where you know, especially if Clifford's length, he probably would have been able to rise over him. But again, that's you know, an inbounds play with two point eight seconds left. That's a, a small percent chance for success, and it was an okay look. I'm not sure if it was off on time or not, but doesn't matter. It missed, so you know. It, it, everyone focuses on on the last play naturally, but you know there were other ones before that decided they they ran a you know an okay play and just didn't happen. Yeah, well, and again, you got to admire the effort. Tough place to play. CSU has struggled on the road um, all season, specifically in the Mountain West, and as you said, that's the toughest place to play. And the Rams had a, a chance; they had an opportunity with a few seconds left to try to win that game or whatever. 
Uh, I was impressed with a couple of different guys. Obviously, Isaiah Stevens, surprise, 20 points, 9 assists. I mean, some of his some of his moves, some of the finishing moves he has, is just abs- it's absolutely unreal. But Patrick Cartier came up pretty big. I think he had five key points that ultimately gave CSU. Uh, he had 11 points total, but there was like five or six, Kevin, in that final stretch. He hits a key three, gets a key layup. Um, I liked seeing that. Joel Scott getting a double-double. I think this was his, was this his first double-double as a Ram? 18 points and 13 boards. It might have been, but yeah, those guys that you all highlighted, um, they're, they're the ones I highlighted as well. Uh, Stevens had, he did have a few turnovers and there were a couple early in the second half that were, um, I don't want to say casual because that, that suggests a lack of, you know, care, which obviously isn't him. Uh, but you know, maybe, maybe trying to be a, a little too cute on, on a couple things, but then he really, you know, New Mexico's in there at kind of seven to nine point lead, and that's a real danger zone in the pit. I mean, a couple possessions, and you can all of a sudden be out of it. And Stevens, all of a sudden, he just went into kill mode and and really dragged the Rams back into. He was very good against, like I said earlier, a, a really good perimeter defender. And then, yeah, Joel Scott was really good throughout. He again, he kind of set the tone early, attacking the paint. Um, that is becoming in a lot of ways the calling card of this team of you know the three point shooting is kind of streaky but we're going to be bully ball inside and they do it well CSU's top 10 in the nation in two point percentage and, and Joel Scott is you know being a key part of that and then yeah Pat Cardiac it's one of those you know you look at the stats you go well, what do you mean um, but I thought it was really impressive for how the game went he you know he missed a lot he, he had some looks at the rim they should have finished he was you know, a poor, frustrating night. I think at one point late on, he was one for eight, but he still has the mental focus and gumption to step up. He scored seven straight, including that three-pointer in the final, like, minute half, um, you know, to, to potentially give CSU a win. So, you know, it, it's basketball, as Nico Medved loves to say. You know, you're not going to make your shots every night. And and Pat Cartier just really stuck with it and came up big. So I'm with you. Like, it's it can stick with you of, man, what a huge opportunity that was and how big would that have been on the seed line for NCAA. But, man, there's a lot of good that CSU did, too, in, in the fight back there. So, overall, if, you know, if I'm a CSU fan, I'm, I'm, not, I'm really bummed today, but not deterred. Yeah, well, and now they they got to go back on the road again. You know, UNLV coming up next this weekend. We're rounding out the schedule. Important games for CSU, but I think we all feel pretty confident at this point that uh, the Rams are in. New Mexico getting that win probably puts them in. But now it's about, you know, insurance at this stage. And I don't know, Kevin, UNLV, Nevada, Wyoming, Air Force. Is it fair to say CSU should probably win three out of the last four? Or what are your thoughts there with the Nevada game being at home? Yeah, I think three is probably a minimum you would want. And, you know, frankly, I think you hope for a, a sweep of that. Uh, the next two are really tricky. I mean, they're in a way, they're all tricky. But UNLV, obviously, we know what UNLV is. On their day, they can be really good. On their not day, they can be really bad. CSU did win with a huge Stevens game last year down in Vegas, but generally the Rams don't play great um, at the Thomas and Mac. So that's a tricky game. Nevada will be very desperate because they're kind of lingering at the bubble. Uh, so that's a dangerous one. But yeah, if you're, you know, CSU, I, I agree with you. I think Rams need to get you know, at least three of these. 
All right, Kevin, we'll let you go, man. We got Rams Weekly coming up, a half-hour version. We have a big UNC game on tap tonight on KFKA, but we'll look forward to catching up with you later today at 5 o'clock. Absolutely. Thanks for having me. All right, man, safe travels. Kevin Lytle of the Colorado. And well, again, Rams Weekly coming up at 5. We'll lead you right into the pregame for the uh, UNC game tonight. They're rounding out their season as well. They have some pretty big ones on tap the next four or five games or so. 11.51. Let's take a quick break. It's the whole show powered by Chevron on Northern Colorado's Voice, 103.1 at 1310 KFKA. You like podcasts? We podcast every show immediately after it airs at 1310kfka.com or wherever you download your favorite stuff. Northern Colorado's Voice. 103.1 and 1310 KFKA.